Last time we, we got a little bit off topic about that concept of Pesach, just because in this R over here he's talking about, you know, in general growing, and we're talking about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and talking about what it means to leave Mitzrayim, and what it means for a person to grow. So he just brought down an R, which is general, again, the general Avaidah Hashem, but we said it's Kedai to do, because it's, uh, it's, impor- it's important to understand what Avaidah looks like and what, what it looks like to have a real Aliyah. And what he gave to us, what, what, what he told us is, is the following. He says, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong page. He says, where is it? Where is the one? Nissan. Um, he's talking over here. Oh, right here. He says, Nirbetzida. Yeah, I'm going to start again from the beginning and we'll, we'll go right there. He says, Yehudi. Right to the when he did, when the Yetzirah sees that he did wants to start again, it's Pesach, it's about to become a Nuzman, and he sees the Yetzirah sees that he is uh, starting to have Aschala, he's starting to be Maschal himself. What the Yetzirah does, the Yetzirah says, not a problem. You want to be a Tzaddik? I'm on your team, and I'm so much on your team that I want you to be such a Tzaddik that you're never going to ever make a Michshal again, you're never going to fall again. The Yetzirah causes a person to say, you want to start again, you want to have a good Zman, you want to make sure you have a good Ben Zman, a good Ben Zman means that you never ever look at anything you're not supposed to look at. Good Ben Zman means you never wake up more than five minutes late. A good Ben Zman means that you learn at least two, three hours. It means that every time your mother or father ask you to do something, you do it right away. That's what a good Ben Ismana means. Taking care of your wife and kids perfectly. Everything's great. Yeshiva Das, there's no raising voices. That You want to be a tzaddik? Not a problem. But you have to be a real tzaddik. And a tzaddik means there's no mess ups. A tzaddik means that there's no michshol. Tzaddik means that you never fall. Tzaddik means you never have a yurida. You never have a bad day. And if you want to be a tzaddik, the answer says, I'm on your side. But let's take, the, let's go full force. Let's become a real, real tzaddik. And it's all because it's impossible. If you're a human, it's impossible to not have shleimis karoi v'hu yichshol. The answer says, I came on your team. I decided I want to help you and you're a failure. I, I, I can't root for you if you're the losing team. So the answer says, I want to be in your team and I want to help you, not only help you, I want to be mechazik to you. And I'm going to push you to go even, even greater than you thought you could do. So suddenly you think, okay, the HR is on my side. And then you fall apart because it's impossible to be perfect and the Yetzirah wants you to be perfect. And then you fall down and the Yetzirah looks at you on the floor and he says, really? You're the guy who said yesterday you wanted to be a tzaddik? A week ago you wanted to be a tzaddik? It's impossible. You're not a tzaddik, you're a failure. And the Melo, a person falls into the place of total atzvos. And once you're on the floor because you had that first nafila. Now you're already done. That's all Asis Yetzirah. The Asis Yetzirah says, mess up once. And once you mess up once already, then you know that you're not a tzaddik because a tzaddik never messes up, right? But now once, you, once you're not a tzaddik, so then, Mamela, your makar become totally cold in your avoida, and a person loses their whole chizuk, and a person loses their whole eschachos to be able to be involved in doing something. And again, this is such an Asis Yetzirah, which the, the, the scariest Yetzirah is the one that looks like a, looks like a Yetzirah Taif, the one who convinces us that he's on our team, that he's pushing us, that he wants us to be mechazek, but he does it in such a way that's unhealthy. He pushes us to be involved in Avodah Hashem in a way that's unhealthy, that's beyond what we're capable of doing on, only that he makes us trip, and once we fool, the Yetzirah laughs, he stands on top of us, and he laughs at us and says, you're never going to be a tzaddik, you're never going to be a masliach, and you might as well just give up now. As opposed to, once we understand, and we'll talk about this in a minute, <coughs> once we understand what real, proper, healthy Avodah Hashem is, once we understand what madrigas are that we're supposed to be striving towards, and we do it in a way which is balanced. We understand that ain't tzaddik baruch it's impossible to be perfect, and the Rosh is not mavakish, 
<coughs> the Rebbe doesn't want us to get shleimus. The Rebbe is not mavakish perfection. The Rebbe wants us to be trying. The Rebbe wants to be involved in the path of Avodas Hashem. Then Memela, we're capable of saying, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know there's going to be Ali Sin to read this. I know that I'm not going to be perfect. It's not what it means to be mischadesh, that this man's going to be the best man I ever had. And nothing's ever going to fall apart. I'm going to have the greatest, greatest day of my life. And the saying that mischad just means I'm, I'm starting over again. I'm making new cabals, I'm trying to become better, but all with, all with the knowledge and understanding that at the end of the day, I'm a human. And a human is not going to be perfect, and a human is not going to reach limits. And when I'm able to understand that properly, then I can tell the Yetzirah, listen, you're trying to turn up the flame, you're trying to make me even mechazik more than I'm capable of doing, it's only Asis Yetzirah. A person has to have that mishkal, that proper balance to know where, where I'm supposed to be involved in Avayz Hashem and how to do it in a proper way. Right? Nassim writes, Al-Kut Allah somewhere, right? So that's, that's the pshat. I think Zion, he writes, he writes, that's the pshat, that the machsa shekel is a machsa shekel. Right? Everybody asks, why does it have to be a machsa shekel? Why can you give a full shekel? It's a typical famous word. Is it's achtos, each yid needs another yid. But he says the shekel is a shekel shal eish. And the whole Indian of the Shekel Shal Eish, Chazal say, was in order to be Mechapra on the Chet Egel. So Klai Yisrael is involved in the Chet Egel. Why did they get involved in the Chet Egel? Because they had a Slavis which is too big. What did the Yetzirah do? The Yetzirah said, you want to connect to the Rabbanu Shalom. Moshe Rabbeinu is not here. So you need to make sure that you can do whatever you could to be able to connect to the Rabbanu Shalom. So the Yetzirah said, Amaskim, you need to connect to Hashem. And you need a leader, you need a tzaddik, you need a new Rebbe. And the Yetzirah gave them, got them involved in such a Slavis, in such an excitement for Avayi Hashem, that ultimately they tripped and were involved in Avayi Ultimately, they were involved in that world, which is called Chata Egel. Not because they were bad people, not because they wanted to serve Avaid Azar, because they said, We're so desperate to have a relationship with Hashem. We're so desperate for a Rebbe that if we lost Maisha Rabbeinu, we need to do whatever we could in order to be able to get back that world of having a Rebbe again, somebody who's going to help us get close to Hashem. And they created the Chata Egel and they said, Eila Lahachi Yisrael. That all comes from Atzis Yisrael, which pushes a person being involved in the Avaid of Islavas and Avaid Hashem so much, the end of falling flat on your face. What's the ticket for it, Zakram Nassan? The ticket for it is Machsa Shekel. It's half. It's not full. It's matbeish shel eish, but it's also half. There's, there's, a, there's a balance which takes place. It's, it's, it's a machsis. It's not too much. And a person knows how to be able to have that eslavus in a way which is healthy, in a way which is not too much, which doesn't make me fall to the place of chet ego, but it's balanced. It's healthy. I know what it, I know what it looks like to be an oivet Hashem. I'm able to do things in a way which is not too much, not too little, to be able to do things in a healthy way. And that's avada the avoda. When it comes to achidosh zeh reish chadashim, is to be able to have eschadshus, but in a way which is healthy. And he says yisaida rishin. A person needs to know two basic yisaidas. We'll do maybe one today, one tomorrow. He says two basic yisaidas. First one is ladasha ain't tafkara adam liyashalom. That what you're talking about. The da, the, the ratzon of Hashem is not that you should be shalom. The Rebbe Hashem has more than enough malachim and oilam and, and the oilam ames. He doesn't need more people down here to be malachim. He doesn't need that. If he needed it, he would have not created us as humans with faults, with the ability to be able to fail. The Rebbe doesn't need more shlemus. He doesn't need more perfection. Action. What is the tafkid? To try as much as I'm capable of doing, to be able to push myself, to know where my limits are, and to be able to push myself, maybe even a little bit beyond my limits, maybe a, a step further, but to be able to be mishtadl as much as I could. Don't go to that place of Rebbe R. You know what? I just read the Rebbe Chaim biography and I decided by next Erev Pesach I'm making a same Kola Tarakula because that's what Rebbe Chaim did and I want to go mamish total Eslavus Rebbe R to be able to be Metzlech to be Mesachin as a Kol Bavachas Eliyavad La'at the Messinos do a little bit slowly. That slachish a kol davar katan tachshavein. Be recognized. That slach of every little thing that I do ultimately adds up piece by piece by piece. All of that adds up to, to reaching that place, getting closer to shleimus. Shleimus doesn't look like shleimus today. Shleimus looks like a step, a step, a step, and eventually I'm able to look back and look, I look at where I've come and I recognize that I've come so far since I started the journey. But it begins small and slow and steady. <laughs> I told him I was watching uh, upstairs on the air conditioner upstairs, right outside the window where I sit, so there's, there's birds that are making a nest. 
So I was watching. I was watching them. I was watching them come one day, and one of them they're holding like a little twig in, the, in their in their beak, and it brings every day. It brings you know a little few more branches, and that's how it creates a nest. So I told someone I was why I was watching this this bird do this, and I said I remember it last year in the summer. I was actually to do shlucha kind of a few times in the neighborhood. My neighborhood by my house a bunch of few times in, in I live in Tom's River. There's you know there's trees there. There's a, there's a, I was a do shlucha kind of a few times. I said the biggest pella that I had when I did shlucha kind is you climb up you climb up this tree and you go like you're climbing on a ladder and you, you on on a branch there's a nest that's sitting there and in the nest there's like four or five eggs or the eggs have already just hatched. If they're at the beginning of just hatching, you can still climb shlucha kind and you're standing there and, and you're involved in the process and I and I'm, I'm watch I'm looking at this nest. And I'm, I'm the spo. Here you have a nest. The nest is holding up four or five eggs. If these eggs fall, they're done. They're dead. Not just that they crack and, and the yolk spills all over it. They're talking about anim- there's animals in there. Right? There's, there's embryos in there which are in the middle of hatching. If the eggs fall, they're done. It's on top of a tree. It's 15 feet, 20 feet high. And this bird with no hands. He did this all with no hands, with his beak. Every day comes as he's building a nest. He takes peace by piece by piece, and he built something which I felt the nest after. The nest is, you could pick the whole thing up and you can't crack it, it's hard. You built something which is a real structure. How did how the bird do this? Every day, as, he's, as he knows that he's about to, you, you know, the, I don't know if the father bird does it, or the mother bird does it, I'm not sure who builds the nest, but as they know that, that there's gonna be new, new, cho- new babies coming to the world, they take, with their beak, they find a little piece here, a little piece there, a little piece there, and slowly they build a real structure. So they don't try to build this big building at once, but a bird understands that it's one branch, and another branch, and another branch, and then ultimately they're able to build something that can sit 10, 15 feet in the air, and they can, they can be safe and confident to know that they can put their, 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 their you know, eggs in there and their eggs will hatch in there. And the eggs will be able to come out and they'll stay in there for the first few days and they come back and forth. Much a pella, but it all begins with this avoid. This is what it means. It's branch by branch by branch. It's not big. It's not, it's not glamorous. You watch the bird. It's like a little teeny branch. And you think to yourself, like, what's that branch going to do? Ultimately, that branch is going to be part of the binion, which is going to be able to stand 15, 20, 30 feet in the ear and be able to hold up all of his kids inside of it. But it's little by little by little. And that's the avoid. Not to get shlemus, not ribi are not that I'm going to be able to build a 30 foot skyscraper. It's not doesn't work like that. Slowly, slowly, slowly. Take something, something masuyim, not just stam. I'm going to grow. But take something, something that you're shaykh to, something you're capable of doing. Something that you're capable. And something that you could be meschazik and take something that you feel you'll be able to do and you'll be able to stay steady in even if you go through a difficult day little by little by little all the eshtadlos will eventually bring you closer to the place of the eshtadlos that's the first you say that a person needs to know that the ratzon of Hashem is not that you should be shalem Hashem is not, does not desire perfection Hashem wants perfection he would have left you up there where you were perfect Hashem put you down here and the Rabbi Hashem wants that you should be meshtadl to do a little without ribay art do everything slowly 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 and that's what Aschachos looks like. And Hashem, by piece by piece by piece, will be Zaychet to get to that place, which is a real binion, to be able to get to the thing. And Hashem will see tomorrow the second side that he gives us in Aliyah.